Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will be starting the next sermon in his Through the Bible series on Heavenly Authority. You can find information about our church at shiarjeshub.org, and you can view our weekly Sunday message on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. Here's Pastor Greg. We've been looking at the gifts, the offices, and the workings of the Holy Spirit in the church, the body of Christ. The gifts, the individual endowments that God gives to his people, the offices, and some of your translations will say, if you read 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 6, it says, there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. And then it says, there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And some of your translations will say administrations. Others will say service, offices, services, ministries, administrations. That position God calls us to in the body, in service, and obviously in that position, we use the gifts that God has given us, the spirit has given us, supernaturally to accomplish the office, to accomplish the ministry, the administration. And then it goes on to say in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 6, and there are diversities or different kinds of activities. And some of your translations will say operations or workings. Workings, activities, operations. You are called to an office with gifts the Holy Spirit has given you, but each person has a different blueprint in front of them. There are different workings, different activities, different operations of that office. One prophet will be called to do one thing, one another. And last time we completed the office of the prophet in the New Testament church. And I would remind you that the service or the office of the prophet, the ministry of the prophet, is more than just the individual gift of prophecy. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 to 22, it says, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit. Built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, both in the Old and New Testament, the office of the prophet is important. Okay, let's move on then. If we go back to the uh, framework scripture uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse 27, now you are the body of Christ and members individually, and God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. 
And that's what we're up to now in the study. Teachers, the office, the ministry, the service, the administration of the teacher. Uh, and that word there, third teaches, is didaskalos. Didaskalos. It means an instructor, an instructor, a master, a teacher. Uh, and most times in the newer translations, it'll be translated teacher. Sometimes it's translated doctor. Uh, in the King James, in Luke chapter uh, 2, it's around Christmas time now, and it's fitting. We think about Jesus as a, in his childhood. This is the account when they, they went to Jerusalem uh, when Jesus was a young boy. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph, this is Luke chapter 2, verse 43. And Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And that's from the King James. The King James there in Luke chapter 2, verse 46, will translate the same word didaskalos as doctor. Uh, the New King James will translate it as teach. I, I believe the NIV does the same. For that matter, we get the English word doctor from the Latin word in the scriptures for teacher. And um, I'm sure you've heard how in times past, eminent theologians that were um, declared to be sound ex uh, expounders of doctrine were called doctors of the church. A learned or authoritative teacher, didaskalos. It comes from the Greek word, the Greek verb didasko, which means to teach, to give instruction. And that which is taught, the actual teaching, the doctrine, uh, in the Greek is didache, didache. That's the teaching. That's the that which is taught. That's the doctrine. If you look in uh, Matthew chapter seven, verse twenty-eight, after the Sermon on the Mount, uh, it says, "So it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching." And that word is didache, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. That same verse in the King James, and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. The teaching, the doctrine, taught by the teacher, the doctor. Sound teaching was a concept deeply ingrained in the minds of the Jewish people. Moses and Aaron were considered teachers of God's commandments, teachers of God's statutes. If you look in Deuteronomy chapter 4, uh, at verse 1, Now, O Israel, Moses is speaking here, Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments 
which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you. Listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe. You shall not add, verse 2, to the word which I command you, nor take from it that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal Peor, for the Lord your God has destroyed from among you all the men who follow Baal of Peor. But you who held fast to the Lord your God are alive today, every one of you. Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. Therefore, be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, surely this great nation is a wise, a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us, for whatever reason we may call upon him. And what great nation is there that has such statutes and righteous judgments as are in all this law which I set before you this day? Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life and teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Take heed to yourself and diligently, diligently keep yourself lest you forget and teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Don't forget. It's all too easy to forget. And good teaching is to be a reminder a reminder of what God has commanded, to teach, to observe, to observe and to live that you might possess the land. He says, I've taught you, now you go, don't forget it, but go live it and teach your children. It was extremely important for the Hebrew parent to teach the children that you may live and possess the land. Listen, listen to the teaching, observe it, do not add to it. Do not take away from it. He says, God has given me this. I've given it to you. So it's important for the teacher to hear from God, not to add himself, not to take away himself from what God has given. Then teach the people not to add, not to take away from what God has given. And then verse 5, to act according to them. That's the reason for the teaching. To act, verse 5, it says, I've taught them to you that you should that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. That's the reason for teaching, that you act according to what's taught from the Lord. Whatever the commandment of God is that's being taught, that we just don't hear it. And that goes back to what we discussed about prophecy the last time. The prophecy in the church is not just to razzle. It's not just to say, well, look, God is among us. We have a prophecy. 
What does God tell us in that prophecy? What does he want us to hear? Today, some people are enthralled at good Bible teaching. They love hearing things about the Bible, uh, last day events, different information about um, what happened historically uh, at the time of Jesus. And they'll listen to it. And it reminds me sometimes of if you watch uh, these home improvement shows or the, uh, the Food Network or the craft shows, you know, it's very easy to sit there and be mesmerized as they do a home improvement project or as the chef gets out there and makes that special meal or that craft project, how they bring it all together with the glue gun and the sparkles and it looks so great afterwards. And it's, it, there's something about us, we just watch it and we're mesmerized by it, but most people don't get up and do it afterwards. They don't do that home improvement project. They don't make the food. They don't do the crafts. A few will. Most just watch it and they're interested in it. And that's not wrong. But it doesn't work that way for Bible teaching. It's not enough to be enthralled or to just watch, be mesmerized by the biblical instruction or the uh, integrity of the Bible, though that should build our faith up when we see how everything works together in the scriptures. But it's not enough to leave it there. You have to put it into action. We are live streaming the Sunday morning message at 10.30 a.m. on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. And we leave the messages up on the channel for a library that can be accessed 24-7. You can search YouTube to get to the channel or use the link we have placed on the www.shiarjashub.org website. Join Pastor Greg Scalzo next time on Shi'ar Jashub.